Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the Game Whisperer, host of Funding the Dream, and this is Episode 60. Episode 60 represents the end of the third season of Funding the Dream. We've had a great time over these last 20 episodes that make up uh, Season 3. And I want to say thank you for those who have made it possible. That includes Matt Forbeck, Sanamo Zant, Collins Epic War Games, Gwinal Jaquette, Meow God, Phil Kilcrease, Jordan Booth, my good friend Scott Pfeiffer, Charles Alvis, C Online, LB Stouter, Stephen Tigner, John Brahman, Kenneth Weishoff, Robert Harrington, and Jeffrey Sens. Thank you to all of you who backed Funding the Dream as a, as a Kickstarter project and made this possible. And so I want to say thank you. My guest today is uh, somebody who you're probably very familiar with if you're in the board game industry, um, particularly in the RPG space. There's only a few names that stand out over the last several years, well, no, decades, excuse me, last several decades, when it comes to board games and RPGs. For the fantasy, the original is Dungeons & Dragons, obviously, but when it comes to science fiction, there's nothing that can touch the granddaddy of them all, Traveler. And so today, my special guest, I'm very thrilled to have him on the show, is Mr. Mark Miller, the creator of Traveler. Mark, thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you, Richard, for having me. Well, Mark, you, uh, um, this is kind of an exciting. You and I chatted just briefly by email when this project, within minutes of this project going up. Uh, yet this thing has really, uh, I have to believe, it's maybe surpassed a little bit of your expectations. Absolutely. You know, we we have a strong fan base. I, I've read complaints about Kickstarter where somebody says, you know, Kickstarter didn't do a darn thing to help me get my project done. And, you know, it was clear to me that they didn't understand how Kickstarter works, that you have to, you're responsible for bringing people in yourself. Kickstarter can't possibly find everybody who would like to know about your project. Well, how much, and, did, uh, well, how much did you know about Kickstarter before you decided to uh, to do this project? I had backed about five projects before. Um, I believe most of them were not games. You know, we had a play. I know a playwright, and she was staging a play. She needed uh, support for it, so we supported it. Uh, I know a, a composer who was scoring a short a short film, and so he called on us, and we supported that to help it get done. But they were in the arts. They were in the something else than games. And it's been in the back of my mind that we ought to do a Kickstarter. It, it would be useful. It would be helpful. It would be a way of us raising the money we need to to print the first print run and go to press. Um, but I hadn't thought much beyond that. And that's where, you know, I saw Ogre be such a success with with stretch goals. And I immediately Googled stretch goals, and I can't find a thing about them. It, that, that puzzled me that I was sure that there had to be some FAQ page on Kickstarter about how stretch goals work. And strangely enough, there isn't. No, there wasn't. Uh, when I sat down with the Kickstarter folks and we talked about the impact that the board game industry, and when we talk about board games, obviously uh, tabletop gaming, so RPGs, minis, uh, card games, board games, dice games. The folks over at Kickstarter right. I, weren't pre not prepared, but they weren't quite aware of what was happening over on the board game space. They knew something was happening. So they had never seen stretch goals either. It was a brand new concept to them, and it came about because uh, in the early days with board games, 
these projects would gain momentum, surpass the number, and then they, these uh, creators and designers realized that with this extra money, they could add more value to the game, something that they had held back on because they only wanted to get their minimum. That stretch goal concept really evolved with the board game space. Uh, the idea... Well, you know, go ahead. Boy, and, and that's exactly right. That, that I set a, a, a funding goal of 24000 which would pay for a print run for the book. You know, it would mean that I could go to press instead of having to dig into my retirement fund and whatever else people do these days. Um, and that was nice. I, I liked that. But I saw the stretch goals and the interaction with the, fan, with the fans of the system. I did some polls, and it told me what I, what I think I already knew, that, that people don't really want gym cracks. Those are nice. There are some real nice little things, an extra this or an extra that is nice, but they want things that they can use to play in the game. And there are things that there's no way without advanced funding I could consider putting into this product. You know, they, they want a deck plan of a starship. And stretch goals let me commit to that instead of saying someday if we're making money we'll add that. I've been through this round several times, and it's always a struggle just getting the basic product out. Tell me and about that. So, so if somebody's – can I explain that? Because you have some insights there. Because most people would think, how could it be a struggle? It's successful. It's a brand. It's known. What kind of struggles do you encounter that you're talking about that, that, that's now being changed a little bit? Well, in the traditional game publishing model, and, and I say, you know, Games is this interesting area that in book publishing, you can publish your own book, and everybody pretty much looks at that as you publishing your own book. You have to go through a publishing house to have a real book that ends up really in Barnes & Noble or wherever. Um, games is the last vestige of entrepreneurialism and has been since it started in the early 70s that anybody could have a good idea for a game and get it printed and assemble it in the garage with their friends and get a hold of a distribution system and sell it and go to game conventions and have fans stand across the table from you and talk to you about it and tell you how much they like it or tell you that they don't like it and you take that into account. Uh, it's just a wonderful experience. There are people who I know who started in the 70s, and they're still around. They make a living designing and publishing games. Um, and we get new people all the time. Kickstarter just has changed that dynamic by, by I criticize it because some people see it as a, a pre-order system, and, and it is. Um, you have this many orders in hand of people who've paid up front to get this product. And that's going to mean that instead of me going to the distribution house and trying to solicit orders and trying to get the game people, and most websites don't have an, an efficient pre-order system, all of those things mean that Kickstarter has consolidated in one place. And I've, I've talked to you, we talked before, Kickstarter is turning into a two-track system. Um, there are some people, and more than I think you realize, Richard, uh, see this as a pre-order system. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of on one side of the fence of that. You know, and on, on the one hand, on the other hand, we have people who, who have loved this, my game system in particular, but games in general and various concepts, and they back the idea of this thing going to press and being available. And they're willing to spend more than just list price or discounted 20% off to see this happen because they want to be part of it. Um, I'll tell you, those people are the ones who want their name listed on the back of the order ogre box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, my particular credit, there's a certain level in ours. And if you back us, your, your dollars and the fact that you're a back, backer at this level gains recognition. Our particular recognition is we will carve your name on the wall of heroes in letters 20 feet tall on some world about 100 light years from now. And when it's done, we'll send you a link. <laughs> of, of the video, uh, the actual video of that happening. I was, I was going to get an illustration, you know, of, of, but, but the people that I work with have come together, and so we're going to do a video of this scout ship pulling up to these alabaster cliffs and carving all of these names on the cliff. You know, I just think that's a, a, an immortalization that most people can't ever get. And that is a lot of fun, and I think that's where... It is fun. Tell us what about Traveler 5 and the Ultimate Edition, why you brought it out, and kind of uh, your hopes and dreams with this version. You know, when I wrote the first Traveler in, in a just very fertile time, once upon a time, uh, 1976 to 1977, there were things that I didn't know how to do in role-playing. So we've got 35 years later, all these things that we didn't quite know how, didn't quite, didn't really know how to do, are all included. You know, we have all the tried and true things that work. Some of the systems I, I believe were inspired then and they remain inspired on how to build worlds and how to generate characters. Those are great. But we tried to, we've tried in this edition to address everything else that people have always wanted and it, we tried to supplement it and it was, was or wasn't successful. So you can build, I, I have a system, I always dreamed of a system of building aliens, you know, roll this many arms and this many legs and this many heads or whatever. Well, it's not quite that stupid, but we have a system that with the roll of dice or selecting options, you can create a million different alien races. You can create robots, you can create vehicles, which was hard to do before. You can create, um, we, we have a, a new take on psionics that I think works fairly well. We have all of the fantastic things that science fiction should have, you know, uh, downloadable personalities and uh, skills on ships, things that work in game terms um, and are fascinating and interesting to the players when they open this book up. I mean, they're going to more than once have been to a game convention and sold a product across the counter, the table to the buyer, knowing he was going to walk away go back to his hotel room that night and stay up until two reading this product and knowing he was going to be happy with it. Well, that's what's going to happen when this book arrives. They're going to open it up and start going through 600-some pages, and every turn of the page is going to show them something that they never thought was possible in Traveler. 
Well, and, I, and I know as a long-time traveler uh, fan that, and, and you and I had talked about this earlier, that I spent hours and hours simply just playing the game by the, doing the creation process. It was just fascinating to, to meet these characters as they emerged out of that creation process. And it sounds like you've captured the essence of that and kept that still as a fundamental part of the, of the game. Across the wide range of everything you can possibly do. Yes. Well, and so Kickstarter now has brought Traveler 5. It's accelerated this whole process. It's now at $123,000. It's allowing you to think about things that maybe you hadn't thought about. Oh, by the way, it's, uh, it just went up by $500 since we've been talking. Um, <laughs> it continues to grow. What, what changes do you see? What, what's next? What, what does this allow you to do as a, as a game designer that maybe you hadn't thought of before? Are there some things? Oh, and I, I guess I have okay. a lot of questions. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah, and let's keep going as long as we want. You can edit it. So, um, you know, I did some polls. I got answers that I pretty much thought, thought I knew already. But, you know, players want more stuff to play with. And so we're, you know, able now, in addition to having this core rules book that tells how all these rules works, we're going to have a, a wonderfully done deck plan of a, an Imperial Scout. Um, to lay out on the table and put your miniatures on and, and play with. We're going to have a, a unless things go terribly wrong, we're going to have a, a, a free trader similar sheet, you know, a big 22 by 28 inch sheet with a, a one inch squares um, because that's what people want. They, it's nice to have stuff, little gimmicks, but they really want playable stuff. And, and that's what we're trying to give them. And in the old days, we would have to wait several months into after publication to see if our sales were supporting what we're doing, and then we would have to put this stuff together, and then we'd publish it as a separate product. Kickstarter and Stretch Goals let us put it out at the same time. That's tremendously supportive to us and tremendously um, gratifying to the players who get this because they get more stuff sooner. Uh, I think that that's... Everybody wins in that circumstance. It, it means that we're going to move forward to try and do a... People have always wanted to know the secrets of the universe from Traveler, and we've been paying attention over the last four or five years as to what these secrets will be in the future of Traveler. And uh, we've got a, a wonderful system mapped out that we want to unveil in the course of some epic adventures. And... Uh, Kickstarter is going to be a way to bring that those epic adventures to the marketplace as well. How influential has uh, Traveler been on the world of science fiction, gaming, books, movies, film, TV? Have you have you have you watched and tracked that impact that it's had? You know, people say that. People say, "Oh, um, Firefly is Traveler," or something is Traveler, or that's ripped off from Traveler or whatever. And Traveler is supposed to be reflective of science fiction. That I don't think our job is to show you things nobody's thought of before. Our job is to let you take that Star Trek or Star Wars or um, other science fiction story and play it or play elements of it that have really grabbed you. Um, which is why, you know, I'm excited about Traveler 5 because we 
we've put in rules that that reflect that. I was reading a a, a Larry Nevin story, or, you know, a Kazin story, um, and they had some technique in there, some little plot device, and it, it worked perfectly in that story. And it was already in Traveler Five. It was already a, a you know a four line rule, but somebody had come up with it independently in writing that story. Well, that's what we're trying to do is make Traveler 5 let you take any of the science fiction influences you've seen and use them. Oh, is it our time up? That Our time's up. Oh, darn. Time's up. You know what we can do, if you're willing, when uh, you've still got a couple of two and a half weeks, if you want, and I know your fans will want that, we can certainly come back at the end. Let's come back and talk some more. Let's come back and talk some more and see... Uh, because um, it was when I reached out to you, I think you had been how, when I first touched base with you, the project had been up what uh, like fifteen minutes or something. I mean, it, yeah, you right on it, yeah, uh, yeah. As uh, um, and so it's been fun to watch this success um, as we wrap up. And I usually don't go over, but let me just ask you one question here because we're going to come back and talk about it at the end of the at the of the campaign. What right. what how how high do you think you're going to go? You got two and a half weeks to go. You got a number that you'd be, you'd be. I'm not. I'm not going to jinx anything by saying how much. <laughs> jinx. Oh, Mark. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, I think you'll probably. I'm going to. I'm going to. You know. Gonna, and uh, you know, Richard. I'll tell you. If if my numbers flatlined today, right, I would be eternally grateful to those backers who stepped up to the plate and said. Oh, Mark, I love Traveler. I've played it since 1978. It's been part of my life, and I'm backing you. And some of my backers are there at $2 or $30. So they're giving what they can. There's $100 for the book, but they're doing what they can. And some of them, uh, they tell me their stories, and they still step up to the plate. Uh, you know, it, it's nice to have somebody back you at $400. It's also nice to have somebody back you at $2. Because each is expressing his support for what's going on. And I'm just thoroughly flattered and appreciative. Well, we'll, we'll end on that, Mark. Thank you very much for being okay. on the show. We will plan to come back, uh, circle back around in, in just a couple of weeks. Great. This has been great. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. Our guest has been a very special interview with Mark Miller, the creator of Traveler whose project is currently on Kickstarter at the time of this uh, podcast with 17 days to go, uh, 913 backers. If you have an opportunity to contribute, we encourage you to do so. And if you've been inspired by something you've heard, by all means, take that inspiration. Go pursue your own dream. Allow us to help you to realize it by putting it out on Kickstarter so that we can help you fund your dream. Thank you for listening. Take care.